I'm Jordan Goodman. And I'm Justin Goodman. We're third-generation insurance agency owners and also brothers. Even though we had the same upbringing, we see the world very differently. This caused significant issues in our early years, but we eventually embraced the idea that every coin needs two sides to be complete. In 2018, we launched our second company, Total CSR, with the aim of reducing new-to-industry onboarding timeframes from two years to two months. Since then, we've traveled the country speaking to thousands of agency owners and their teams, and we've come to realize two things. We all struggle with similar challenges, regardless of size and location. And oftentimes, we are too embarrassed to ask for help. The Independent Agent Podcast is our attempt to provide helpful answers to your most difficult questions. Anonymously, of course. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 21 of The Independent Agent. I'm Jordan, and my illustrious brother is sitting next to me, and my six-year-old daughter Addison is staring at me from the ground, because we are from my home in quarantine. With Cabo down there With in Cabo, the corner. Cabo, please don't chew that. Cabo's my, my little micro mini golden doodle, and here is my daughter Samantha, my nine-year-old Sammy. We talked about this. All right, babe. I need you to sit down. All right. So, because of the reality of what's going on in the world, we are going to just going to have to deal with the distractions for this yeah. podcast. So, if that bothers you, I'm sorry. If you're a parent, then hopefully then this you won't get bother it. you. Then you get it. So, we had our first person write in a request for cocktail. So, Nate, here's your shout out. Nate from, uh, he's in Mishahauka. Mishawaka, Indiana. Okay. All right. That sounds kind of Canadian. And he works for, for Synergy Insurance. He reached out. He's like, dude, I've got a drink. You guys got to try. So it's kind of like a spin on an old fashioned. And what it is, is a whiskey or a bourbon or a rye with, instead of the sugar, he does. So two parts bourbon, one part Grand Marnier, and then an orange peel. So that's what we're doing here. Justin, cheers. Is he, is he going to be offended if I uh, don't like it? He, he said he's an avid listener, so he's going to get it by this point. Okay, here we go. We can't, we can't cheers. All right. Six feet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I like my ultra. What do you think, Jordan? You have the. I think final. you should put the mic closer to your mouth so they can hear you. Pull it over. It rotates. It articulates. It articulates for me? It does. Okay. It's a little sweet for me. It's better than I thought it would be. So we're drinking it with a Weller Special Reserve bourbon. So what happened was in this whole midst of chaos, one of our dear friends works for a restaurant group in LA. And as all the restaurant groups are out there, they're just really struggling to just kind of make things uh, work. And so Addison Joy, I love you, my sweetheart. I, I just I just need you to kind of hang out there, Okay. My six-year-old, she's darling, but I can't just stop looking at her when she walks over. So, so we, my dear child, Samantha wants a shout out too. girls. Remember we talked about, we're not going to talk anymore during these, right? He's such a tough talker at the office on how he lays down the law. <laughs> but when I get here, I see the real deal. Oh, wow. Okay. The first 15 minutes. Anyway, what I was saying about the whiskey is they also own 
kind of like a speakeasy bar as well. And he, the guy buys whiskeys all over the world and they're just rad. And so they've been selling off some of their whiskeys right now. And so we were able to, uh, come up with a deliverer. We got 23 bottles of, of whiskey and bourbon and scotch the other day. So we have quite a bit on our, on our hand. So we've been sipping through them the past few days, trying to get a good taste on all of them. And this is the first time that I opened the Weller Special Reserve. So Nate, I hope you appreciate that you got something delicious added to your drink. So cheers to you, brother. Thanks for reaching out. I uh, do appreciate it. A little sweet for me, though. But Justin didn't like it at all. You're going to have to finish mine as well. I can do that. I can do that. So let's get started. All right. Uh, you reading the first one? Yeah, I'm reading the first one. Okay. My team's morale is down, and the remote working is off to a bumpy start. We don't really have a software in place to track everyone's daily activities, and I'm struggling to figure out if I'm getting the straight scoop from team members. What do you think of activity tracking software on employees? So I haven't looked at this question at all, so my, my, my thoughts are a little bit jumbled on it, but I don't know that I want to have people that I have to have activity tracking software on. Does that make sense? Like, if I have to have people that I need a software to monitor whether or not they're doing a good job for me, I don't know that I want them working for our team. Does that make sense what I'm saying? It does. And at the same time, I think with a lot of people having to go to remote in a hurry, right, just even keeping track of what needs to get done and where people are in the process I think there's a lot of organizations that got caught off guard who probably didn't even have KPIs in place. Okay, but this is case in point. A friend of mine works for a builder and she sells new homes, right? And what's happened is they've now changed systems that are so, they're so heavily micromanaged by softwares that it's all about the KPIs and it doesn't matter if she closes deals or not. It's whether she hits the KPIs. And so it's become every little bit has to be monitored, monitors, and she's not given the freedom to go out and do what she needs to do to sell, right? Well, wouldn't one of those KPIs actually be the closed deals? Maybe they, it, they got it, the it, wrong it, it, ones. Well, they're tracking the wrong activities. Right, but, but it's, you know, sales has a lot of like ebb and flow. Yeah, there's KPIs that are, that are critical to like, hey, I need to know that your activity flow is there so you have a certain amount of leads and all of those kind of things. But at the end of the day, are you making the sale? Are you closing it? Are you getting the job done? Part of my fear is you might have someone, right, whose expectations are to complete A through Z in a day, right? However, they might be far more efficient than everyone else. And so you do these activity tracking and you see that they've been on Facebook for an hour and a half. My position is if they've gone through and nailed all of their work, what do I need an activity tracking system to tell me that they're on our, good for them, spend the time on Facebook. If they're able to get their job done, go for it. So I'll disagree a little bit. I don't like it from the standpoint of, I actually don't want to know what is going on, especially depending on, you know, we, with our staff going off site during the California lockdown, the stay at home order, we had everyone take home their work computers. But if you have other workers who are using their own personal laptops and equipment of sorts, that becomes a much more difficult proposition. <laughs> I was wondering who was coming over towards me at the moment. My hot wife was coming over towards you. Well, you know, everyone wants to take a peek. 
What? <laughs> your hey, sister in law. What great, does that mean? I've got a great shirt on. My goodness, you're reading it the wrong way. We have derailed people. <laughs> I brought great shirts for today, casual recording in the home. <laughs> and of course, you take it there. As head of HR, I'm offended. Wow. <laughs> wow. Oh, right. So I don't want to know everything that they have going on, especially if it's their personal computer. The other challenge that everybody else has is they've now got kids at home with them. And there is a decent portion of the population that has been instructed to do remote learning that doesn't have, they don't have enough computers for their kids, right? They may have one, right? So these computers may be used for multiple purposes. And now you're tracking behaviors of kids on computers, et cetera. That's just the reality we're dealing with, with this specific point in time. So in general, if you have the right KPIs and you have the right people. Yeah, but, but I think we're, let's take out COVID from this, this conversation. Cause I don't think this, this question was related. Oh, I think it was. You I do? Think, yes. Oh, okay. Well, I would like to know your thoughts outside of COVID work computers, just people at work putting the activity tracking software on it. I think if you have the right people and they're hitting the right KPIs, it's fine. But I think it goes back to nobody who hasn't performed in the office will get the luxury of working remotely either. So, But we're not talking about remote, are we? Did I miss that in the question? Oh, my gosh. Oh. Wow. My morale is down and the remote... The remote working is off. I, I, We're going to work on your reading comprehension. Well, I actually didn't read while I was doing it. I was listening uh, while you read it. As well, you you read it. No, you read it. Wow. Wow. <laughs> on a roll today. We've been working longer than normal. Yes. Okay. So, yes, it is remote work, Jordan. Okay. I got it. And, okay, that and helps. so That's, anybody who can't perform in the office shouldn't be trusted at home in the remote workspace. Now- We've been home for a week and a half and see how far we've devolved. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, some of us have been home. Okay. I'm an essential worker in the state of California, so I'm holding down the fort. Justin claims immunity on coronavirus. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, we weren't even going to let him in the front door, but, you know, I guess families are allowed. I'm uh, essential in both family and work. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right. So I think that's our answer to that question. I think if you have the right people, the right KPIs. I will say sometimes, and I think one of the, the unspoken things that's happening right now is I think organizations are going to realize that remote working is not the end of the world for some people, and they might pivot away from the office space and always insisting people are there. So you might find yourself down the road hiring someone who spent their career working remotely, and the only thing I would encourage you to do there is talk to a previous employer and ask about how they met their objectives working for the the other organization there or that individual how they manage their time yeah yeah i mean i, I it's a really good point i think we are going to see a whole new world come out of this because again justin and i probably disagree on this justin thinks like president trump we're going to be out of this by easter <laughs> but <laughs> i don't uh, think we are I want us to be. I think everyone wants us to be. I am, con- I am, to I am be. very concerned about the economic impact of unemployment and what's going to happen. And there's significant data on what happens when there's an economic downturn that happens to mental health, disease, healthcare in general. So there's another component to that that I'm concerned about. I yeah. get it is what it is, but... Right. I think... 
all the working parents want their children to go back to the glorious teachers out there that take care of them all the time and we can go back to our offices and all of those things. I don't think anyone disputes that. I just don't know that it's realistic by April 12th. <laughs> We're recording this, by the way, on, on March 26th. Yeah. Is that today? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who knows? Maybe when you're listening to this, you'll be, maybe you're a couple weeks behind, you're like, hey, yeah, Trump was right. But anyway, my whole point I was trying to make was I think that this is going to be a prolonged period and there's going to be a lot of, maybe not the whole country, but a lot of counties or states that are kept home for an extended period of time. And people are going to realize that this whole work from home thing maybe becomes a reality in a lot of offices where it wouldn't have already. I'm glad we didn't buy our building. I'm glad we didn't buy our building. I'm not glad that we're in a six-year <laughs> lease on that building. I am because I get to have it my way for another five yeah, years. Do. I like going in the office, so I, 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 I think it's a better work environment. But maybe it's different in other states, but in Southern California, the expense on rent is just out of control. And so if we could pocket that or give that to employees toward raises, et cetera, it just makes a lot or of sense. Or pocket that. Or pocket that. See, he's the greedy one. See, I'm the generous one, the kind one, the benevolent one. Question two. Prospecting has become even more difficult with the coronavirus situation. What actions do you recommend for a producer to take in order to overcome that? I don't think it changes a tremendous amount. I, uh, For those of you who know, I'm a huge proponent of what Gary V espouses, which is value, 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 value. Sorry, I just... <laughs> what? <laughs> you said, <laughs> you know, I'm a huge, whatever, fan of, of Gary V's. I heard Gary V's spouse. <laughs> Not one of his spouses. <laughs> wow. And this is drink one for you. I know. He's become a That's lightweight. That's not true. We, we had a beer. In, in a half up. a beer. There's yeah, a lot mine of foam. was an IPA. There's a lot of foam. Okay. Okay. So it doesn't change all that much. You want to give value. I'll give an example uh, with my attorney, but you could be the person forwarding this information on. So for us, when the stay-at-home order came out overnight, and actually we were filming for our training company, and I was in a studio. I didn't have access to cell service at the time. I come out of the meeting. My phone's blowing up. By the time I get back to the office, people are packing up their computers and heading home. Well, there was that component of it, but then there was also the question of the clients that we have. We insure contractors in our retail agency, and all of them were effectively shut down as well. So overnight, our company was essentially out of business you know, for however long and the financial ramifications of that. So I immediately fire off an email to my attorney and she's reviewing things. Well, she spends the next three days as I'm getting updates, clarifying what the intent of the language is and provided value to let us know, one, that contractors are an essential class, not just a specific few trades, but the governor's clarified his stance. He's also opened it up to suppliers. You know what I was just thinking? Yeah. I'm interrupting you, but it kind of felt like a GL policy. Right, like some of the exclusions, like when they said, "Hey, you can't do this," and then we're giving it back, but then we're taking away this section, and then that was for the county, and then the county reclarified, and then the governor came in and made a clarification. Just kind of felt like reading a policy form, all the givebacks and takesaways, and you get these. Well, yes, and the value she provided because I was 
concerned on on how we're going to operate, what things are going to look like. I'm calling the County of Orange and I talk to somebody, the number they tell me to call past that is now disconnected and I couldn't get a straight answer. And what ultimately the governor's order said was, we're going to defer to each individual county. So depending on what county in the state of California, and we're pretty big, the rules for contractors and essential workers changed. So I needed real-time advice because I had contractors calling me wondering what they're going to do and could they work in this county or not. And she provided that value and then said, yes, I can forward all this on to my, my clients. I looked like the hero to my customer base. And because of that, she's going to benefit and, and, you know, not only just with me, but with others and generate additional business. So as a content provider, providing valuable information in a timely manner, I think what's going to happen is she will win in the long run just by, by doing some of those things. The question was, I'm giving you an example. (laughs) Yeah. And as a producer, it applies the same thing. There are businesses that are impacted. If you are in the restaurant industry, I mean, that's why every post on LinkedIn is talking about coronavirus, the implications, does the business interruption policy respond to the virus or not? But past that, it's resources available for restaurants that you could talk about, like organizations trying to get rid of inventory and where they can get rid of said inventory resources. I mean, especially now with this bill being passed, interpretations of the bill and the impact that can provide financial re- relief okay. to your yeah, insurance. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and I mean, this is going to be one of the few times that Justin and I actually absolutely agree. There is so much you can provide to prospective clients right now. Wait, wait, just so I'm clear, you're saying I'm right. I'm saying you've learned a lot from me. <laughs> so, no, by, by way uh, of content, and the next biggest one, I, I've already mapped it out in my head. So I read the section on small business out of the bill yesterday. And I am going to be putting together something for our clients and for our agencies for Total CSR as well. I'll just give you the, the real short of it here. This is not legal advice. This is just how I read it. But... If you are a small business under 500 employees or another qualification that falls under the SBA guidelines, you take your last 12 months payroll. And payroll, the definition of it includes payroll itself, benefits, payroll taxes, retirement plans, all of that that the company has paid. You take that for the last 12 months, divide it by 12 to get the average monthly, multiply times 2.5, and you are going to get that as if you apply for the loan as an injection into your company. The thing is, it's a forgivable loan. So you're going to pay 4% interest on it, but you need to maintain that. I don't know what the date is. I think it's through like October, but don't hold me to any of that. Until such point when you can say that, hey, you've kept your employees on, or so you have to utilize it for payroll or overhead expenses like rent and utilities. Once you do that, then they'll forgive the loan. So you know, if you if if your payroll is a hundred thousand dollars a month, and payroll being all the categories I just specified, you'll get a check for two hundred and fifty thousand dollars that will be forgiven. So that's free quote money. Someone's going to pay eventually for it. But you put together some kind of resource like that, and you provide it to your insureds or the prospects, and saying, "Hey, I'm not sure if if you're aware of this. Here's the step." And by the time you guys are listening to this, Mnuchin will have put out what the guidelines are 
put something together, get it to them, be ahead of this thing. You'll look like a freaking hero because you've just given them a massive check for some of these people. So resources like that are going to be critical going forward. And this look like a hero, don't look like a salesperson right now. Provide value. Provide value. I'll get off my stool, but footstool? You're on a chair. Chair. It just feels so low. I feel like I'm sunk in. I'm like, whatever. Thank you, everyone. Be safe. Be healthy. Send us more cocktail recommendations. Jordan at TotalCSR.com. Just like or review, comment, because that really, really does help us move up in the searchability factor, both on Apple Podcasts and other venues. Justin, do you have anything to close with? Thank you, and just keep listening. Stay safe out there, guys. Cheers.